Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Week six has been a weird one. Uh, getting smoked on my sides here. I've lost all three sides that I've played today. Uh, thankfully, I've won all three totals. Uh, maybe I should just be a totals better. How's how's your day going, Eddie? We we said this. Yeah, we're totals guys now. <laughs> That's just life. Got knocked out of my big uh, my big survivor pool too, thanks to that uh, Chiefs debacle. Um, turns out you can't come from behind if you can't stop the run. Um, that was a tough one. I was thinking about that today. You know, the whole <clears throat> defenses don't matter. You know, defenses aren't predictive. I think maybe that's true if your team is built around, like, oh, you're built around a great defense. Like, but, you know, in the Bears' case, you know, the offense just isn't there. I think you go to the far end of the spectrum there. If you have zero defense whatsoever, life's going to be difficult. Like, Atlanta, Atlanta's going to lose to Arizona here. After Matt Ryan having a pretty good day, the offense having a great day, they just – they haven't been able to stop anything. If, if you don't have a defense at all, you're kind of dicked. You got yeah. to have a semblance. Right. Defense doesn't matter except at the low end extreme. If you can't have a guy within 10 yards of Stefan Diggs, then uh, you're not going to stop him from scoring three touchdowns. That was the other example um, I wanted to go to. <laughs> I mean, just that, that defensive secondary in Philly, it's, it's a problem. Let's start there. Let's recap that game real quick. So uh, honestly, like I felt terrible about that play the minute I put it in and um, it got bet heavily in the direction of Minnesota all week. All you know, clearly someone out there was like, nope, nope, you've missed this one. Minnesota's the right side here. Uh, got smoked on the closing line. And, um, you know, Minnesota runs out to a 10 nothing lead and then they basically played keep away. They, Philadelphia was never really com- competitive in there. They had like, five minute window where they were sort of frisky and they were what four point game for like a half second. Uh, and then they came right back and answered the Philly front seven really didn't do much in terms of putting any kind of excess pressure on cousins. The Minnesota offensive line held up well and cousins just picked them apart whenever he needed to downfield. We talked about how there was a coaching advantage in favor of Philadelphia. It did not look like that to me. Uh, I felt like every time Philadelphia handed off the ball to Howard, it was a wasted down. Um, there's been a lot of that. A lot of coaches that I had relatively high regard for who was just continuing to hand the ball to just dog shit running backs. And like Arthur Stoned Smith. at the line. Oh my goodness gracious. We will get to them in a minute. Uh, but Tennessee looks horrific um offensively especially they benched Mari- bench Mariota at long last hopefully they i mean i don't really care if they do well or poorly anyway but Tannehill was the right decision to pull the plug on the Mariota experience i think um i don't know what'd you make of the minnesota win was that just they were comfortable they were playing with the lead and when you're playing with the lead you're that much better uh, is Kirk Cousins now cleanses his demons? He can beat good teams, or is Philly not a good team? The, it's funny. I was about to make the joke, and then it's just like whenever you invent something, and you're like, "Oh, I invented something cool," and then you go on the internet, and somebody's been selling it for like eight years. <laughs> I, I've had like four of these where I think of the best tweet, and somebody has just made it, and I only follow like 350 people, and somebody I follow has made it. Like it's the the hive mind, I guess, but. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The joke, you know, the obvious joke was like, well, if the Kirk Cousins theory about him only being able to beat good teams is that not only, you know, reactive, but is it like predictive? Like, is yeah. it, does it say that Philly's not going to make the playoffs? Is it a, I mean, is it a harbinger? <laughs> yeah. So. Well, somebody's got to win the East. <laughs> yeah. Skins got their first win. <laughs> skins, yeah, the Skins are the Giants. about to make uh, a game up on the field. Yeah, that's that's actually true. Uh, Dallas looks like dog shit. And honestly, like somebody on Friday, I think, told me, hey, are you not worried about uh, this Philly when they're looking ahead to Dallas and Sunday Night Football? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? I always forget about that. Like this, whenever Philly-Dallas is Sunday night, these teams stink the week before. I don't know if it's truly like a look-ahead thing or a motivation thing or what, but uh, it happens year in, year out. And Sure enough, I, I mean, I don't even know. Like, what do you think they open this Dallas lineup? Is it really going to be minus three? Or is that the look-ahead? 
Um, I'm not seeing anything pop in there yet, but they, both teams kind of looked like shit. Why, why yeah. move it all? Like they're still probably, that's a good number relative to how they performed. And it's, it's like I said on the podcast, I was, I liked your Philly play. I didn't, I didn't shoot it down. I didn't want any part of it. As I said, if the Vikings decide to be a pass first team, if they decide to get two all pro receivers involved, they'll win by 10. And I mean, they won by a lot more than that. Yeah. It was it was it was a case of hey if you throw the ball if you plan a game plan that's not completely predicated on Delvin Cook like good things might happen you have good receivers even the both tight ends Rudolph and Irv Smith you have four pretty good receivers so, yeah I needed to oh, have more yeah, confidence yeah. that they would figure that out and they would do that but uh, I didn't and they did and they looked great and that was the difference in the game yeah. Not great. And Philly, Philly, everybody in that city is just simultaneously crying out for the Jalen Ramsey trade to happen. Seriously. They can use um, that. It looked like uh, Cooper got hurt in this Dallas game. Um, Amari Cooper, that is the wide receiver. Are, is Dallas going to have horses out there to take advantage of this? Are they going to have any healthy receivers? I mean, Gallup has not looked right since he's been back. Uh, Dak Prescott has been... You know, he's been compiling statistics today, but he's throwing to Tavon Austin. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I don't think that's sustainable necessarily. I, I don't know. I, I guess um, I, I guess uh, we'll suspend judgment on this Dallas-Philly game until we know for sure what the result is because right now it's 24-16. Dallas looks like they're driving. They may uh, have a chance to tie this. But um, either way, they should have. They shouldn't lose this game. I mean, that the I. You know, much, much better performance from the Jets than we've seen from there. Uh, they finally get a win. They're off the Schneid. Redskins off the Schneid. Jets off the Schneid. That just leaves the Dolphins. Yeah, Pittsburgh got off the Schneid. Um, Bengals are still winless. Bengals. It's the Bengals and the Dolphins. We kind of do this. get to play the Jags. Who's what did you make of that, Jags? You want to go there next, Jags Saints? I didn't watch it as much of that as I probably should have. But that it one was needs, a bad. It was a it was a bad game. That's <laughs> why, game I, and that was why like we knew was, it. Though, there too. was just way better games. I don't know where our under was on that one. Jesus, two, I I was on the yeah, under. You did. That you was did, great. Yes. Yeah, that was. And, and we talked about it because they're two really poor red zone defense, red zone offenses like going going against like legit defenses, and that manifests exactly. Like there was just goal line stand after goal line stand, short field goals galore. Um, that was an a no doubt under from Jump Street there. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I don't have a lot of confidence that Jacksonville's just going to all of a sudden explode and start scoring points. Um, same, same sort of thing. Uh, these look like teams to to continue to look for under spots. What does Jacksonville get next? You said Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. That and that's where that's probably even that'll move. Like that's three or four points high. I don't know. In my opinion. That should drop. I bet under 46. I'm with it's, you on that. Yeah. I'm going to get involved in that right now. Yeah, it's it's already dropping. Like The, the look ahead was 47 and a half, which, boy, that would have been even sweeter to have. But I think down, down to like 43 is fine on that. That's okay. going to be a gross game. If you get nipped on that, it'll be weird scores. Yeah, like uh, Cincinnati going uh, kick return for a touchdown on the opening kick and being like, oh, great. <laughs> this is how I'm going to lose that under. Uh, no, actually, uh, 40 points in that game. And even that felt like a stretch. Um, Baltimore yeah. got it a win, but it was ugly. Um, did you watch any of that one? Yeah, I'll show you some <clears throat> I'll show you some tickets once we get done recording. I don't go big go on live betting unless I really feel it, but that just felt so fucked to me that I just started slamming live unders <laughs> in that game. I, I hit a live under after every touchdown in the first half. So that was those all came through. Yeah, no, usually, usually, you know, we give this air of uh, we try to be plus EV and we try to be smart and responsible with the bankroll, but sometimes the live betting gets the best of Andy. Sure and happens to all of us. Sometimes, sometimes things like that don't work out. But yeah, under 60 and a half at one point, I should have tweeted that out. Like people, everyone should have hit that. They weren't mm. getting to 60 points. That just straight up wasn't happening. <clears throat> okay. Well, 
uh, I didn't. Uh, I, I I'm with you. The right look in Jacksonville, Cincinnati isn't laying the points in the Jags. It's not taking the points with the Bengals. It's looking for an under there. Um, that should be a nice spot. How about uh, Saints heading to Chicago? Um, there's another a little bit low total. Thirty nine and a half is probably not something I'm looking to bet an under on. But do we think that Chicago probably they probably trot back uh, Mitch Trubisky coming off their buy? Do we like them to finally end this Teddy Bridgewater win streak? <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, does do you think the offense is just suddenly going to get better for Chicago? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't. That's a game. I think they can win though. Three yeah, and a half. I'm not uh, laying three and a half. I guess. No, that's that was such a cross off. I Damn still it. think, you know, like. New Orleans scored one touchdown today, and the game really wasn't all that much in doubt. New Orleans right. is still semi-fraudulent. Their defense is playing well. I mean, it's holding teams down. They're winning game. I mean, they won the the, the Dallas game without scoring a touchdown. Anytime you can do that, you got to give your defense some kudos or be excited about the team you just played, apparently. Yeah. Uh, which uh, Dallas is kind of showing their colors, although they might tie it up here. We are recording this during the – Kind of the twilight come back hour attempt of the here. comeback attempt by Dallas and the Titans trying to get <coughs> just anything. Get, just get off, get off get, those just, side just scoring. Fourth and 11 here. They're done now, I think. Um, okay. Well, uh, I don't know what to make of this New Orleans win streak. They're compiling wins. I, I guess, you know, what you, What did you see on the other side of the uh, NFC, NFC South? Did you see enough from Carolina today to think that they ought to be the rightful favorites in the NFC South? I mean, that was an impressive win against Tampa Bay. They looked like a complete team. Kyle Allen, obviously, like, if you go up against Tampa's secondary, another one of those defense doesn't matter unless you're as bad as Tampa's secondary is. Yeah. And you can make a guy like Kyle Allen look like a freaking future All-Pro. Um, he had had some uneven performances in a couple weeks in a row. Uh, and then, uh, you know, he comes in and blows the doors off. I guess Carolina and Tampa Bay don't really play next week because they're both on buys that coming off this mm-hmm. London game. But I, I don't know. Do you think Carolina is live for the NFC South or do you think New Orleans eventually runs away with this? I mean, New Orleans still has a game up on them. Just, they, they're not losing. They beat them head, they beat, no, they haven't played them head to head yet. No, they, haven't um, played, they haven't played yet. That'll be a big part of this. But yeah, I mean, the Panthers are live just based on their, on their record. They're 4-2 right now. They've got a couple wins against um, yeah, they they beat the Falcons, correct? Or have they played the Buccaneers twice now? Is that what's going on? Yeah. 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 They split with the Bucs. Yeah. <laughs> weird yep. season all around. It's funny. Weird season all around in the AFC or NFC South. And I got to thinking about this. Out of all the injuries, the two quarterback injuries between two, you know, pretty good. Cap, Cam's got an MVP. Brees has got a Super Bowl, a shitload of yards. Like the most impactful injury in the entire division was probably on defense for Atlanta. <laughs> like as, as far as like just hurting a team, like that team is so much worse missing him. But uh, it, it seems like both of these teams, the Panthers, and like we just talked about with New Orleans, you lose a starting quarterback and they, they don't miss a beat. In fact, like the Panthers look better. They told – uh you know, the, the whole will Cam even play when he comes back? Yeah, he will. Like, they're not going to just leave Cam out in the cold. But everyone's concentrating on this Liz Flank, uh, Liz Flank, Liz Frank injury. Like, his foot's hurt. I'm, that's not even what we were worried about at the beginning of the no. season. Like, his no. shoulder is gacked. His shoulder yeah. has serious problems. So, it'll be f- it'll be very interesting because they will they will bring him back. They will start him. And, oh, his foot's just fine. This is going to be fine. If he gets behind in that first half of the game, he comes back, and that'll be really interesting to see what they do. Because mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think that sh- that shoulder's not getting better. No, I agree with you. <clears throat> Kyle Allen, I mean, he's fine. <laughs> I don't really know what to make of the Panthers offensively. They're getting it done with defense, even though that was, a what, 60 points in that game. Um, anyway, the uh, the – New Orleans Saints, I would really like to see them take a loss here in Chicago. Hopefully, Mitch is back and he looks better. But that Saints defense is clicking on all cylinders, too. Uh, Not the most impressive defensive performance of the day. That has to go to not the Broncos, who just pitched a shutout. I'm blaming Arthur Smith and Marcus Mariota for that. Uh, I'm going to give the best defensive performance to San Francisco. Um, They took on on a Rams team that uh, had previously... 
rested and had been gashing them for 40, point, 40 points a clip uh, under Sean McVay, and they dominated the, the Rams. Start to finish, Niners' complete performance on defense. They stoned them on numerous fourth down attempts. McVay's play calling in those moments and the big high leverage moments was so bad. Again, very reminiscent of his Super Bowl performance in terms of coaching. Every high leverage moment, it felt like McVay called the wrong play or had the wrong idea or, you know, got too cute by half. It was not a good performance by the Rams. Seven points with 10 days to prep. My God, man. Uh, and now uh, you have an undefeated Niners team that heads to Washington, D.C. to try to get their sixth win of the season. Um Anything stopping them? I mean, Skins barely eked out a win against the Dolphins today. They had to get a two-point conversion stop. Uh, two teams got four, their first ever wins by stopping two-point conversions at the end of games today. The Skins and the Jets. How about that? Um, yeah. that was uh, The Skins are going to get blown out by, what, 50, 60, 100? I mean, do they even score? Is this another underlook? I, I don't know what to make of this one. Ten points. Oh, lordy. San Francisco on the road, minus 10. Total is at 42 and a half. Um, that feels like an underlook too. If anything, maybe I'll stay away from that game. That's skins yeah, are awful. that feels like a, those blowout games can get awful weird. It's like the uh, oh the Thursday night game where we opted to stay out, stay out of the way of that, stay yeah. out of the way of that under because the under That's, probably was right, but it just a couple freak plays like the Giants should have been shut out. A couple goofy plays, all of a sudden fourteen points, and that game goes over. That yep. game was probably an underlook. It's uh, yeah. There were three special uh, team sessions, effectively defense and special yeah, team sessions. That too. Yeah. That one got weird, and those are really hard to predict. But maybe we should start in Patriots games because there's been a counting on this. Yeah, yeah. Patriots play on Monday night against the Jets in this resurgent uh, pass offense. Um, over <laughs> forty-three. Uh, Donald's going to be tossing it. The Patriots' defense is great, but um, they're going up against a much more solid unit and, than they did the last, first time these two teams played. It's in the Meadowlands. <clears throat> we'll think about that one some more. Um, God, I really don't like this week very much at all. No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> super excited about any of these. Um, no. Minnesota-Detroit, it's depending where you look. Either team's minus one. I think Heritage has a pick. God, I don't know what to do with that. Detroit coming off a bye hosting. But you want to get in no, the way Detroit's of a team? Detroit's coming off the Packers game, yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Packers yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. playing tomorrow, yeah. yeah, yeah no. never mind. This will be a short, short week for them. I swore they had a bye. They had a bye last week. They're going to yeah. be on a short week, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. The fact mm. that that flipped, the fact that that flipped from the look ahead and we haven't even seen Detroit play is kind of interesting. Did you see that? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a good read on them at all right now. I, I they were they were super impressive today. They were it was a complete performance. Well, it, them. it feels like they could go Dallas on us, where it's like, oh man, they're letting them call run or they're letting them call passing plays. They're letting you know they're letting the offense roam a little. They're letting them call you know positive expected value sequencing where they're throwing the ball, not running. They did they did run the ball on second and thirty, which really hurt my heart. Like just that any, it doesn't even matter if it's Minnesota. Any team that does that, that just hurts me right in the right in the heart. So, but. It's a white flag. You hate to see it. Um, okay, so, well, it's talk. another one of those. Like if Minnesota, if Minnesota decides to go with the game plan from today, Detroit obviously has a better secondary, but they're still they're still a leg up, and they should be a three to four point favorite. But if they go back to like what Dallas did today, hey Dallas, we're gonna granted injuries, but Dallas decided to be a shittier team than they were at the beginning of the season as far as play calling. And they're just going to regress and lose to the jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Three um, and three now three yeah. and three Cowboys. It's like this me this week. Um, the, uh, the road teams continue to cover at a pretty impressive clip. Um, some big high leverage games were won by road teams. None more so than Houston, Texans and Deshaun Watson going into Arrowhead and hanging a second straight home loss on Pat Mahomes, your presumptive MVP. I don't know about that. So maybe that was a little crown. Is that a little too early here that uh, he was going to go back to back 
most valuable players in the league because he could not bring that team back uh, or put away that uh, Texans team. And I know, you know, there are some lingering injury issues. I know that they don't have a complete team top to bottom, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but they have a short week now and have to head up to Denver, who's coming off their second season an impressive shutout of the Tennessee lifeless Titans. Oh God. Um, do, do you think uh, Kansas city gets back on track here? We're looking at a pretty short road favorite here for them in this position as minus five and a half. Any thoughts on Kansas city, Pat Mahomes health? I mean, obviously I, we don't think there will be a ton of guys back that they were missing today on this short week. Um, I think it's, you know, you're, you're probably safe to say that they're going to have about the same actives and actives as what we had this week. I didn't see any notable injuries in that one on the Kansas city side of the ball. Did uh, you think they uh, have their hands? You know, they had their hands full in Denver. Wait, 50 seems like a lot. Sure does. For a road, sure road traveling for Kansas city, the road, road field advantage is there. It's for real. Five, five seems short. It does, but so did four today. And uh, they were only outside of it for, what, the first quarter? They were up 17-3. It looked like they were going to cruise, and then then uh, Houston really never looked back. Yeah, Houston scored 20 in the second quarter there. They found their second, third gear, whatever, and they never looked back. Um, I don't have an initial read on this Thursday night game. I'll probably stay away and just try to see if Mahomes can get back on track before getting involved in any more of a Kansas City games. And um, even even people who don't like Sammy Watkins as a player, it's helpful to have matters. him out there, even, even as a yeah. decoy. Like, he's a very good decoy. And he's had, you know, he every few weeks he'll have a game. He's important. So the injuries, yeah. the injuries situation, we'll see how that goes short week here. The victors of that uh, Kansas City tilt, Houston Texans, head on to take the other team that just beat Kansas City, the Indianapolis Colts, who are coming off of their bye. Yeah. And this one is a fascinating handicap. Probably the game of the week, I'll say it. I actually, I, I take it back. By far, by far, by far, the most entertaining game next week is going to be Baltimore-Seattle. I cannot wait to watch that one. That is going to be great. And in fact, I don't even know if I want to pick a side. I might just back the over. 50 and a half is stupid than that. Seattle's defense gives up <laughs> loads of points um but but before we get to that my favorite game on the card the more most interesting handicap is probably houston indy because you have a more talented team you have a better quarterback in houston on the road against a team coming off with more rest and a better coach i can't tell you who that advantage plays to in terms of who should be favored in this game I see that we are looking at Indianapolis minus one, which is again surprising because Houston just beat the you know beat the brakes off of Kansas City in Kansas City, and so it's surprising that they stuck with their look ahead here. Um, does this have any whiff of Bill O'Brien gets exposed finally? Yeah, I mean we said it this week too, though, when we didn't bet on that game, but huge coasting, uh, coasting. Coaching disadvantage, big quarterback advantage for the other team, but on the road with rest. Ooh, boy. Is this a game I want no part of? Well, I don't know. Do you have a suspicion of Indianapolis who will be coming back from them for them? Are we going to see? We're going to see Leonard, so most certainly. Are we mm-hmm. going to see uh, Hilton? We'll see, probably. Uh, how about we're not going to see Hooker? I guess um, their offensive line is going to be still able to dictate things. I mean, the offensive line dictated that uh, Kansas City game pretty effectively. I would expect they go with the same sort of script here. Uh, Houston can be a runoff. Um, Houston, <coughs> I don't know where they are the weakest. I don't really feel like Indianapolis can really hit them there, um, which maybe makes this a game where. You know, whoever is down early is live. Um, interesting. If this, money, if this interesting. took it over, if this took over money, I'd be interested in being the guy that buys back. Okay, you want to get on to like, like under forty like and a half? Yeah, if you want to be under forty nine, even forty eight. It doesn't look like it's moving much. 
It is what it is. It's sitting at 47 and a half. Yeah. You I don't ever feel that the in like Boy. you hit that on the head. The injuries, the injuries are big. Leonard, the other one. God, that's a good look under. Yeah. If it I feel like because I feel like the narrative is gonna be Houston's offense today and it's gonna take over money. And this defense, especially with some pieces back, if that happens, is a trillion times better. That's not hyperbole than mm. the KC off or defense. And he, mm. in Indy, man, can they just can they just road grader it and run the ball long sustained drives? Yes. Percent's percent's been impressive, I guess. We'll say it. Yeah. You're you're in any indie ticket you bet, whether it's to win the division, season win total over, like those aren't dead. That was a bad feeling when he retired if you had any of those tickets, but shit ain't dead. This is a big one, though. <laughs> yeah, this is important. Indy at home, they have to get that win uh, for them to have be live in the, uh, for the AFC South to get the hold. Um, okay. What did you think of uh, Cleveland-Seattle today before we move into that seattle Bolto? Oh, man. Good Tough looking. Day for any, Baker Mayfield, man. Yeah. Baker, Baker Kaiser. Mayfield, three, three picks, huh? You know he things lost the lead. Things he lost the lead for. Uh, oh, I know most five picks. picks from freaking Winston. That clown. Winston yeah, took sure. over the lead, but did not hold it. I was angry. I don't. Angry. That was the only thing that I was that I was steamed about in that morning game. Otherwise, that was a fun, entertaining game. But I was like, "Are you joking me? Five picks? There's no chance you saw the kickoff." Uh, I was up. Okay, I was okay. tweeting. I I was tweeting. Uh, Check out this uh, video here before the game starts. Don't forget to get your stuff in. I was up. Um, I went to bed. I went back to bed. <laughs> I slept a while that first half. First half was kind of not entertaining. I thought I saw some of the good plays. Um, yeah, no, I think, um, yeah, I think the Browns should have won that game. And the fact that Seattle pulled out another victory was pretty impressive by them. Yeah, you, just, uh, you can't have that many turnovers and no. expect to get a win like that, especially... I mean, it's even cliche, at home, but it's I mean, at, at home, that many turnovers. You know, the Browns are zero and three at home right now. Yeah, uh, that's not shocking. There's a couple of teams like that who just can't seem to get it together at home. Um, off the top of my head, I can't really remember any of them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a couple of teams that are doing better on the road than they are at home. For sure. The Dolphins are 0 4 at home. Fun fact. Oh, really? 0 oh, 4? Really? They've played four. They play four home games already. Yes. Jesus Christ. That's, That's not just. You know what? I'm so pissed that I didn't get just, just figure out a way to get by in Survivor this week because after this, just you could just go, you know, fade Miami every step of the way, the whole rest of the way. Like Miami, what they, they threw Rosen in there, gave him a whole week to prepare. For a defense, he should have been able to do something against, and he was horrific in that first half. He was awful. They put Fitz, they put Fitz Magic back in there, who's does not have a spot in this league anymore. I'm sorry, I don't understand why he's still in the league, but he was a better option than Rosen. My God, I don't even know who they start. They go to Buffalo this week. Buffalo likely gets uh, another win on their march to a wild card spot. Um, let's talk about Baltimore, Seattle next week. Baltimore did just enough for the second straight week. They just did enough against Pittsburgh. They just did enough against Cincinnati. They have a stranglehold on the AFC North, which looks like a sucky division (laughs) overall. Uh, At least the Browns don't have to play anyone from the uh, NFC West anymore. Um, but the AFC North looks bad overall, and uh, the the Ravens have a stranglehold on it. Um, they head now out to Seattle. Seattle has not had dominant home field advantage this season so far, but Russell Wilson is fucking magical. He is magical. He does anything he needs to do to get a win. Uh, I feel like this is a favorable line for Baltimore with Seattle minus three and a half. I feel like this is an overlook at 50 and a half. Uh, is there an angle to bet this or is this one you just kick back and enjoy and, and are entertained? Maybe just kick back. Yeah. Baltimore looked, Baltimore looked good, but maybe I don't want to say like bored. Baltimore knew what the situation was where 
they weren't going to put a bunch of tape on anything that they didn't really want yet. It's, it's, it's you know, it's six games in. It's not like they're still hiding a ton, but you do, you don't give away the farm on something like this, especially once you've taken control after the silly kickoff return. Like the Bengals, this is, and I'll I'll go back to when you good team, shitty team, and the the score maybe looks like it was close. The Bengals scored on a kickoff return and a garbage time touchdown. The Bengals should not have yeah. really. I mean, they should have put up three to ten points. Yeah, the, the Ravens were <laughs> yeah. in total control. They're four and two now in the division. the The Browns are now two and four. So that's uh, and that's their nearest opponent. The Bengals have not won a game, and the Steelers have won. They can they can tie Cleveland tonight with a win on the road in San Diego or wherever. Probably it's more a, likely in more likely in LA. But it's in LA, yeah. It's in LA. <laughs> but the great, great look. I guess good feeling for us. They're plus three fifty to win the division preseason. I'm feeling happy about that. We uh, you're in San Diego, it looks like. Good pat on I the back. Spoil the surprise. We're not on video right now. Tonight. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, no good feeling there. And I haven't looked too far ahead at their schedule, but just the way everybody else in the division is playing, the Ravens totally in the driver's seat. Lamar's looking pretty decent. The run game looks good. The defense needs a little work. Um, leading rusher today, Lamar Jackson, 19 carries. That is worrisome. We talked about this preseason too. We talked about this a few times during the year. If he runs the ball 20 times a game, he'll die. We've already had a quarterback almost die this year. Granted, it we don't was want to kissing coeds, but <laughs> like Lamar Lamar can't be running the ball nineteen times. He only threw it thirty three times. Like that's a that's a weird split for a quarterback. He's super talented. He's great. He made. I mean, he had one hundred and fifty yards on nineteen carries. It's a great day. That's that part scares me. Hopefully, they can get that in check. Get the passing game moving a little better. You know what this game has whips up to me? Do you remember two years ago when uh, Deshaun Watson went up to Seattle and it was just a freaking back and forth, like blow by, you know, blow, you know, boom, 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 uh, 41-38 final score uh, in Seattle where Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson just traded haymakers for the entire 60 minutes. That was sweet. I feel like if oh, we're, we're in a really for that. fun game. I feel like we're in for that because Seattle, Seattle's this isn't super meaningful for them. You know, they, they're you know out of conference opponent here. Uh, they got Atlanta next week, which isn't you know that big a game. Uh, and uh, you know the the Ravens defense can get scored on, especially if you have a dynamic attack. And Russell Wilson is um, you know masterful right now. He's on. He is probably. I don't know. I think he should be pretty clearly the favorite in the MVP race. Would you agree with that? Yeah, no, there was two sets of people last week. There were, and this is like the, the galaxy brain thing. People, oh, Christian McCaffrey should be talked about for the MVP, which, I mean, I think we kind of said it. Fantasy MVP, sure. Yeah, fantasy MVP. Or maybe, you know, if he somehow magically survives the season, but he, he can't keep that up, that amount, that amount of touches. Like he'll die again. Yeah. We're worried about more people dying here. Like he's just, and he didn't have a great, uh, he had a couple touchdowns, but he didn't really have a super productive day as far as yardage on touches. So the people, yeah, those people that said Christian McCaffrey MVP, I don't know if you remember what it took the last time to get a, to get a running back an MVP award. Yeah. Record. Yeah. yeah. All time records. 2000 <laughs> yards. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the people that said, well, what about Russell Wilson? I mean, they're looking smarter every week. He's just, he's great. He's that whole team right now. He a yeah. little rough. They, they lost a receiver today. It was starting to come around. Disley? Achilles? That, that look, yeah, that, that's the year. Like, he's oh, done for the year. Sucks. I that does liked, suck. I like oh, the was, chemistry he, he had going with Wilson. That was good. Maybe that makes, tilts me more towards like a Baltimore team total over or something like that. Um, I just, I don't know. This is going to be a great game. There's going to be scoring. It's going to be awesome. Uh, 50 and a half. Give me a break. This is yeah. going over. I'm probably just going to bet that. Yeah. That's, uh, um, that was one of, of the three totals I had circled. It was the Jacksonville Cincy under the Baltimore Seattle over. And then, uh, all the, the one I need to move yet. Where was that yeah. one? Oh, Houston <laughs> yep. Indy. Houston Indy is taking money to the over. 
How about uh, this uh, Rams uh, Rams Falcons over? You made this point. T- tell me, tell me about your Falcons defense. Worst unit that you've seen in the NFL that's They're on a, a otherwise competitive so team. So bad. Like Arizona's not there yet. Arizona's not a team that's figured out what they are yet, and they scored thirty four on them. That that offense has looked pretty lost at times where it just, they're not quite right. That was, it's a good get right game. If you want to like try some things out and work on some schemes, he gets like a, a an extended scrimmage against that defense. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Just team total overs until further notice. Uh, looking at 53s, you're talking 26 and a half plus the half of the point spread, like 29 for the Rams. Good. Get uh, right. Good. Right. The Rams, I guess, I, we have some Rams team to wins, regular season wins unders yeah. in our pockets. Um, one of our buddies, uh, who, I sh- who shall not be named, uh, went out to Circa to hit their alt under, uh, which was nine. I think it was it was a, a win off their what they were hanging. So I think they were hanging ten and a half, uh, and under nine and a half was lined at plus two fifty, and he hit him for the limit. Um, and I don't want to jinx it, but that's looking pretty did. good. No, that's looking pretty good. I mean, the Rams are in trouble. Three and three, they're in trouble. Uh, it, and they're heading back to the scene of the crime where it all came apart for young Sean McVay in Atlanta in Super Bowl X, X, X L, L, X, I, I, V, I, whatever last year's Super Bowl was. Um, they haven't looked the same since. So heading back to exercise some demons against Atlanta, this is the right team to do it. Um, I think Atlanta's live in this at all? Because the Rams' defense kind of stinks. They you know, that's where, that's where we should really. just – let's just hit this over. Let's bet it. I'm betting okay. it. Okay. It's a bet. Um, yeah. The <coughs> Rams, Rams – where are we at? 53? I mm-hmm. might bet that and the Baltimore over just right now. We're totally Yeah, I think those are the two funnest overs on the board by far. I don't think it's close. Um, and I think you're right. Uh, look at that. Did you see that? Houston Indies up to 48 and a half. I just said that. It's getting. Oh, you did? It's, oh, a, it's a juice. 40, yeah, it'll, be, it'll be 49 here. It's 49 at Bookmaker. So it's going everywhere. Well, I, I don't think it's up yet at Bookmaker. Probably. I think everything oh, you're seeing at Bookmaker on the screen. Oh, that's is, last year's. Look, that's last, last week's. Last okay. week's okay. Look, Sorry. So. Good call. But it is getting ticked up at Bet Online right now. Arizona's Frogs. Should they be three point dogs in, in against the Giants? Boy, early game, West Coast team, off a Under. big win. <laughs> Their man. offense is inflated. The, the perception of the Arizona offense is freaking inflated man, right now. The Giants, it's inflated big time. The Giants defense isn't any better. Well, like I don't know. There were moments against the Patriots, they did some things. You don't agree? Didn't you think there were a couple of moments against the Patriots where you were like, this Giants defense isn't, uh, isn't as shitty as I thought they were going to be? You disagree? Yeah, I think, it is, I think it's a bad matchup for them, though. Okay. As far as... Because uh, the they way, only the have way, two cornerbacks, not five. <laughs> yeah, well, and the, the linebacker injuries. like The yeah. kind of offense that Arizona wants to run, these quick passes... Like that's going to just eat up backup linebackers. Arizona might take a while to score. They might be long extended drives. I'm not saying we're looking at an over or team total over, but Arizona's going to score on them. Hey, speaking of overs and and going back one step, Rams over, I guess the one thing that really derailed them besides the fact that the Niners defense played perfect was that they lost Noteboom. Joseph Noteboom uh, went out and they put in a backup guard. And this was always the problem with the Rams. Uh, they're thin. They are so overextended to Gurley and Goff at this point, and Donald. Like they're they're stars and scrubs. And if your, you know, scrub offensive lineman gets hurt, and you got to put in a super scrub, you know, then you know any competent defensive line on the other side is going to get after you. Um, you worried about that at all, or do you think the Rams' offensive line looks a little bit better against a, a poor defense in Atlanta? No, I mean, it's a problem. It's going to be a big problem against good front fours, front sevens, but against Atlanta, I'm less worried. Okay, yeah, Penny hung 48 on that uh, Texans uh, Colts total. So oh, yeah, they're, they're not are. they're not they're not buying a, a, a 49 yet. Uh, hopefully that goes up though. Um, okay. I think we got some good reads here 
Any sides pop at all? I'm not seeing sides well right now, so it's tough. <laughs> Having come off three losing picks on the side card today. And then, oh, oh, by the way, like I got to own something real quick. Not just the three that I bet I lost on sides, but like a bunch of leans that I had on the sides were also not good. <laughs> I, if you had asked me like, you know, hey, what do you think? Uh, Atlanta covers two and a half, right? I was like, yes. Uh, you know, if you've been, you know, I, I guess... I leaned Jets. I didn't bet them. They won out, right? Um, I leaned uh, Carolina, but I didn't bet them. Yeah, they we didn't were great. Carolina or, or New York, even though we liked them. I guess this time last week we were talking about we should take Houston, but it was at plus seven and a half. I don't think I was ever really considering them at four. Were you? No, and I wanted the Jets line to go the other way. I got scared off by getting the worst of the number. Yeah, I leaned Jags. They lost out, right? Um so yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, like across the board, sides wise, week six was really, really bad for me, uh, just in terms of my reads, uh, which has me a little hesitant looking at this week seven, trying to figure out what sides I'm going to be backing here. Um, plus, it's getting a little complicated with so many, you know, four teams coming in off of buys, um, a bunch of teams in kind of unusual tr- spots travel wise. So this is tough. Uh, this is a tough week to try to really evaluate sides, in my opinion. Anything pop? Sideways. <laughs> this is gonna sound dumb, but Buffalo is sixteen and a half point favorite. I don't care how historic the tank is. The <laughs> Buffalo offense isn't there. <laughs> like I'm not Miami. No, you Miami, you, Miami scores ten points. That's a struggle to cover. This is a revenge game for Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> and that's, that's he was on Buffalo once, wasn't he? He was, <laughs> he was yeah, on like every fucking team. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't see a ton of these sides where I'm like really itching to to get involved here. No, I'm not super um, excited. Like, oh yeah, hey, my only side is going to be Miami and a bunch of points on the road. <laughs> when I don't even know if they're going to stick with Fitzpatrick or if when you brought up Buffalo, I thought, when you brought up Buffalo, I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting to hear you make a case for laying sixteen and a half with Buffalo. But you were going the well, other I way. I can't That's do surprising. that. Um, yeah. Uh, anything? Uh, what about how badly the the chair? Okay. Tennessee was horrible, horrible, horrible today. Horrible call by me. I thought that was a good spot for them. They were awful, 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 awful on offense. Terrible coach, terrible offensive coordinator, terrible quarterback. Tannehill, does he have the goods to get a home win against the Chargers as a pick That's a Chargers spot, right? Boy, low total too, right? It's 40. 40. Oh, man. No, I, that's such a stay away game. Gross. I want to see the Chargers play tonight too. I don't know if I have a, a good read on that without seeing the Chargers game tonight. See what they can do against okay. uh, last a final question for you. Now that we know what happened with the Dallas game, who wins Philly the Dallas next week? It's a big one. Man, that's an over spot. Over now. See, all we can look at is totals right now. We're blind on the side. I know we're um, blind on the side. Okay. I'd lean Philly though. Okay. Philly's getting points. Okay. Um, God, dude, bad coaching today by uh, by the Clapper. By, oh, by every, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. If we if we redid coaching rankings right now, there would be eighteen of them in the trash trash ranking in the trash tier in the garbage tier. Um, yeah, there's there's just horrific coaching going on in the NFL right now. It's really sad to see because there's some good athletes out there. Um, Monday night football, Detroit takes on Green Bay. Andy thought that Detroit was on by. But lo and behold, I was they very do something sure. super important for you. You need Detroit to go to Lambeau and hang an L on these Packers. The Packers, by the way, if they get this win, they will have already played all three of their division home games. And it will be three wins against the Bears, Vikings, and this game against the Lions. Uh, they are four. Are they still four? It was, this is a game that opened up where they were. What, Detroit six. has got hammered. And yeah, somebody out there put a kidney on Detroit because, or 10 kidneys, because it is now Green Bay minus three and a half and it's minus 101. So this could, in all intent, all, it's entirely possible that this could go to three, which is wild. Um, Aaron Rodgers getting that level of disrespect at home on a primetime game is kind of crazy. Um, I remember betting against him at home in a primetime game earlier this year, and it was the right side to bet against him, but he was still dangerous as fuck. Um, who's to say that this isn't just a classic Rodgers kicks the teeth out of an inferior opponent type of game? 
Yeah, I think maybe they're a little inflated off the win. Detroit or Green Bay? Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, there's a reason we didn't bet this one. Yeah, Detroit. They were on by last week. They are two one and one. Um, they they are. Yeah, Detroit are is two one and one, and they lost going into their bye against Kansas City. That was kind of the the all is not well with Kansas City game. Um, I guess yeah, I, I meant a at against the spread win apparently. Like yeah, they looked okay. good. Yeah, they I forgot. Got, they, I even are, forgot they lost that game. Yeah, they are three and zero on a three and zero run against the spread. Um, yeah, I mean I, I don't know. Like okay, here's the thing. Like they're coming off a of bye. If it was a better coaching staff, I would have more faith that they had like some magical game plan that was really going to put pressure on Detroit and Green, you know, really put pressure on Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers because you know Matt Lafleur is not doing a great job. Uh, if they don't get out to a perfect start with their first fifteen plays, I could see a very uh, tough game here for Green Bay. But I don't know that I believe in Patricia doing anything with the bye that would be uh, in any way, shape, or form finding the right uh, way to attack Green Bay and you know some of the strength of this team you know, matches up well with the team like Detroit. Like, I feel like Green Bay as rostered is like, they were a bad matchup for Philadelphia who was running that jumbo up their gut and hitting the tight ends with ease. But they're a much better matchup for Detroit who wants to run, you know, multiple wide out sets and, you know, try to hit you down the field. Like, yeah, they have the perfect set of, uh, you know, nickel and dime uh, looks that uh, can really make it harder on you, and they can probably stop a pretty weak passing, you know, rushing attack from Detroit with the, uh, you know, with the guys that that are, you know, going to be lining up in the front seven. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised that Detroit is the sharp side. But again, I'm surprised with all of the sharp sides today, and most of them won. <laughs> so I guess congratulations to your Detroit Lions for covering this uh, the four, four. I think four this is half. one where you set an alarm. Set a set a notification alarm on your whatever app you use, and if it does get to three, just take a little. Yeah. Okay. Three at home. I mean, and the matchup isn't terrible. It's not crazy. Defenses look good. I don't know how I feel about a few things with Green Bay right now. That was a little sketchy in the second half against Dallas. But man, at times they looked really good. Like they're starting to get it outside of the scripted area. So no yeah. play for me right now. Probably just a second half play. Does Green Bay script scare you if you're a Detroit backer in this one? And if you miss the best number on Detroit, but you still want to back that side, you're you're clearly you're much better off waiting for Green Bay to try to you know get an early score here and then get a live Detroit ticket, right? I mean, like there's no <laughs> like there's literally no point in being like, oh, the sharps like Detroit. I'm betting Detroit in this game, right? Yeah, just take the money line then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and that, right. that's the thing about like, oh, all the sharp money came in on this one side. Like, that's where I'm going to bet. Well, sharp money came in on six and five and four and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not the same as betting a three and a half. Yeah. Although some, the, 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 as the limits came up on Saturday, somebody with big influential money still hit Detroit <laughs> at four. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, interesting matchup. I can't wait to see it. Uh, and uh, we will halftime scope it. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. Okay. Did you get your side bus entry in? You have about 20 minutes. I did. What did you pick? What was I you? What, 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 tell you. I, I, my card's long been submitted. I was one of the first people. I like to get my card submitted before uh, anyone else so that I can you know, make sure that I'm not unduly no you know i don't know what the the right way to game the system is right although i don't get to see the pick i don't get to see the uh the picks but uh uh i don't want to uh i don't want to have the information of what the wisdom of the crowd is playing in the game before i get my picks in well i'll, t- I'll tell you i went with pittsburgh in the over oh uh, those are my picks as well good deal i like it what'd you go for monday night i didn't uh touch as much of that Okay. I stuck, so you're mostly with, I stuck with a tonight. lot of Sunday night stuff. Well, as you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, by all means, check out the side boss contest that we are running for the primetime games. It is super, super simple. We are creating a card. We do this. Andy and I talked through this on Wednesdays. We go through the props. We come up with fun, interesting, innovative ways to, you know, to make this game fun. We would like you to play. 
and it's free and cash prize to the winner. So there's legitimately no reason not to pro- not to play unless. And I apologize to our international friends uh, who do not get to participate, but you guys get betting exchanges and access to Pinnacle, so you can go pound sand um, and the- nude beaches. <laughs> and nude beaches, so yes, you, Maybe uh, not you Canada, have it. I don't know the French part. <laughs> the French part for sure. So yeah, no, check it out. Uh, you don't have to make a play on every single prop that's up there. That's the beauty of this contest. You can pick the ten that you have the most confidence in. So there's a handicapping angle to it, on top of the fact that it is a fun, uh, you know, fun set of questions to be answered. And I uh, hope you guys are enjoying this. We will continue to do this for the rest of October. So look forward to this again for week seven and week eight. And week nine is week nine in October. I can't remember. Um, but either way, we're going to keep this up uh, for a couple more weeks. So get involved and have some fun and with some cash um, and tell your friends. All right, man. Great pod. I'm going to edit this and get it up for the people. Uh, I think our sound quality, again, just absolutely stellar. So thank you again to Sideboss for making this happen. And uh Hopefully, uh, I finished the week four and three, not three and four. I need an over tonight in L.A. where the lights will be bright and the stands will be full of Pittsburgh Steelers fans because I think there are a lot of Pittsburgh people in town based on what I can tell you walking around. Um, It's going to be 25,000 Steelers fans and 2,000 Chargers fans, if I had to put a number on it. Can they fit um, that many people in there? There's going to be like 3,000 standing outside. Okay. <laughs> yeah, with standing room only, we can get 27K in there. Um, oh, speaking of LA fans being dog shit, like, wow. Do you see do you see how many Niners fans were at that Rams game? It was 50 yeah, 50. It's a pretty bad sports town, I guess, unless you're USC. Yeah, I guess. Uh, there was a lot of Dodgers fans that went home early. Didn't get to see that uh, crazy ending to their season. Um, anyway, enough about LA and their terrible fans. Uh, at least the Lakers fans care, right? <laughs> Ride or die. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That the- uh, NBA season's off to a great start for Lakers fans. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis headed to locker rooms. Did you see that? Wow. Yeah. What the hell? I Can you believe that? that? Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Um, All right. Let's wrap. And we're out. Good pod. We're out. Best of luck.